0: You're listening to Warwick Radio Online, the voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by or go on their Facebook page, thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is Tracy Longnan. She is an estate planner with a local law office. We invited her here to talk a little bit about what benefits she has for our Warwick residents and how she can best serve Those residents and their surviving families. Welcome to the show and thanks for supporting our podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Scott. It's great to be here. Tell us a little background of yourself. Sure, I'd be glad to. So, I am a native Rhode Islander, born and raised here. Um, I left Rhode Island for about a decade, went to college and law school, and started my career in New York. in fact, I uh, graduated from college law school and passed the New York Bar by the age of 23, so Whoa. I yeah, I fast-tracked it. I always knew I wanted to practice law, study law, and um, uh, from a very early age, so I feel very fortunate, um, and uh, I love being a member of the Bar. I'm very proud to say that, and I think it's a wonderful profession. Um, as a woman, I um, had a lot of twists and turns in my lives. Um, I... Off ramped for a bit and raised my three children, uh, who are all adults now in their 20s, uh, decided to relaunched my career several years back. I had moved back to Rhode Island, as all good Rhode Islanders do. We all eventually come back. Um, And uh, I knew that I wanted to focus my practice on estate planning. Um, So unfortunately, I had to take the Rhode Island bar because I'd only taken the New York bar. So many years after going to law school, I had to sit for that. Um, And while I was studying for the bar and waiting for the results to come out because it takes a little while, uh, I decided to learn a little bit about the financial industry because, you know, studying for a bar is not enough. So I uh, actually became a licensed financial advisor. I worked for a major brokerage house, and um, uh, Series 7, 66, and spent about a year working for them. Um, and I did that very purposefully because I knew when I launched my practice, I wanted to offer my clients what I call a comprehensive approach to estate planning. Now, what does that mean? Um, yeah, let's let's talk about,
0: I mean, the buzzword... Estate planning. Most people will look at it and say, "I sell the home, the yard around it, and a couple of vehicles, and that's my estate plan." It's it's not that way, really.
1: No, it's not. In fact, I don't think of estate planning as just about death and dying. Um, in fact, my motto for my practice is, "Live for today, but plan for tomorrow." Right? Live for today, but plan for tomorrow. So. I, in doing my um, estate planning with my working with my clients, I ask them questions. I'll say to them, What does next year look like for you? What does five years look like for you, 15 years from now look like for you? And and very often they're taken aback and they say, you know, wait, I thought you were just doing my will. And I I say, yeah, we're going to get to that. But um, between now and when you actually have to use that will, um, what does that look like to you? And I'll be honest, when you ask people those questions, they have answers. Um, People will say to you, well, uh, you know, I'd like to retire in five or six years and uh, buy a boat or travel or uh, downsize and buy something by the beach. Or um, I'd like to turn a hobby that I've been doing into into a business. You know, they have answers. They have dreams. They have goals. And that's my approach with estate planning. I felt as though professionals, CPAs, financial advisors, and attorneys worked in silos. And I like to bring a team approach to my clients and work with their advisors or introduce them to someone if they don't have one and, and work together and, and say to them let's see if we can make those dreams come true you know I want to help my clients write the story that they want others to tell after they're gone and um, it's been very well received so clients seem to appreciate that and uh, it's been very interesting
0: and you focus a lot of your planning or needs for women although not obviously exclusive, but talk to us a little bit about how working with women clients, especially if they're single or widowed, really makes a difference in their lives.
1: Yeah, That's a great question. This is an interesting story because when I was putting together my website, I was working with a um, law firm consultant, and I had come up with the idea of just putting it out there that I – Um, was going to do estate planning for women. I I knew that was a demographic, obviously, I could connect with and and resonate with. And um, he thought it was a great idea. He said, go for it. Well, of course, every colleague I talked to said, no, no, don't do that. You're cutting off half of the population. Um, The day my uh, website went live, don't you know, the first call I got was from uh, a gentleman. So there goes that theory. Um, And if I'm being honest, I think it's more about my approach to estate planning than um, that I think women appreciate and look for that works with men and couples once they're engaged in the process. And what I mean by that is I, I, I dig a little further than just the facts. If a client comes in, it's not just, you know, who do you want to leave your stuff to and how much do you want to leave them? Um, I'll ask them about their family members. I'll ask them about family dynamics um, and what they are looking to do, what their wishes are. So, for example, a lot of clients will come in, and very often, a client will come in. I have three children. I'm going to name my oldest first, my second, and next, and my youngest last for all the different roles power of attorney, executor, healthcare, and all that. So, okay, that's great. But then I'll start asking them questions. Um, all right, so if you were in the hospital and you were ill, so your oldest would be comfortable working with the doctors and um, dealing with the professionals in the hospital. And sometimes they'll say, oh, no, no, no. They hate hospitals. They hate doctors. So <laughs> I, I'll say to them, well, you know, maybe we should pick your youngest. You mentioned she's um, going to nursing school. <laughs> Don't you think maybe she would be better suited for that? Oh, yeah. Maybe I should talk to my son about that. You know, so I dig a little deeper and ask these questions and I probe a little bit. And um, and as a result, we, we end up with better results and outcomes for my clients, my my uh, documents are drafted specifically for them, um, with them in mind. They're not just standard documents.
0: Okay. And I know there's uh, when I talk to people about estate planning, there's a lot of myths and legends out there. (laughs) So we'll have a little lightning round. I'll throw some things out. Reasons why people wouldn't want to come to you. Uh, well, it's almost like a a scary list of things to, (laughs) to not try to consider. Um, It's only for the rich.
1: That's a great one. My sister always gives me a hard time. She said I shouldn't call it estate planning because people think, oh, I don't live in a state. I don't live in a big mansion. And the reality is everyone over 18 needs an estate plan. Now, I know that may sound shocking, but if you have um, children or grandchildren who are in college... They need a, an estate plan. If nothing else, they certainly need health proxy documents. I did a slew of them for um, children of my clients back in August um, who were heading off to college. Um, think about it, you know, your son or daughter is away at school, they get in an accident, Mom and dad can't run up there to the hospital and start making decisions. Um, We can't even get the kids' grades. We certainly can't get private medical information. So having those documents in place is uh, super important. Um, Sometimes kids, young people, they have a small bank account, a car. So people have more than they think they do. Um, So that's actually a myth, and um, everyone needs an estate plan.
0: All right. It's too complicated
1: Well, that's actually not a myth. It is pretty complicated. (laughs) Uh,
0: But you you break it down and make it easier.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's my goal. Um, I draft
1: very complex, um, sophisticated documents, as do most um, estate planning attorneys. But the key is, for me, when my clients leave with their stack of documents— They understand those documents. You know, when they come in for a signing, I have to ask them three questions, Scott. I have to say, did I explain the documents to you? Do you understand them? Are you signing of your own free will? They have to honestly be able to say yes, yes, and yes. So when they leave, my goal is for them to be able to take this document, go to their child, their friend, and say, oh, this is my power of attorney. This document allows me to name someone to make financial decisions for me if I'm incapacitated. Um, and, And this is who I've named. They don't have to understand every clause within it, certainly, but um, that's my goal, and um, hopefully I've achieved that with my clients.
0: Uh, Here's one they can't take my house from me. Oh, the infamous they, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, those people. Those people. Uh,
1: this is a loaded question and probably um, leaning towards um, how do I protect my house if I have to go to a nursing home? Well, of course, nobody wants to go to a nursing home. Right? Um, and there are strategies that attorneys can do to protect um, your house. Now, certainly if you're a couple and one spouse needed nursing care, the other spouse is not going to be forced to leave. But um, you know, if, if one spouse is in nursing care and needs to um, have Medicaid pay for that, um, they would be able to potentially put a lien against the house um, after the second spouse, the one who's not in the nursing care, um, passes away. But, you know, that's why attorneys are here. We have a lot of tools in our toolbox to help clients and protect assets. Um, It's not right for everyone, but it's certainly a conversation I have with more and more clients because they don't want them to take their (laughs) home.
0: Okay. Here's one. I had kids so they can figure it out. Oh,
1: yeah, that's a burden. Um, someone I know very well says, don't leave it to others. Um, I always say one of the best gifts you can give your family, your loved ones, is a well-drafted tight estate plan. It's such a gift. Um, letting your loved ones know what your wishes are, how you want things to go, is such um such a gift, and it's such—it's a burden to be able to have to be in a position to make decisions, whether it's medical decisions or um, how to distribute assets. Don't do that to your family. Um, they'll they will thank you <laughs> many times over after you're gone if it's all tied up with a bow uh, and a nice, neat estate plan. Well,
0: and it's peace of mind for them, too. Absolutely. I know when my, my dad predeceased my mom, and my mom's biggest fear was, you'll have to clean out the house in the basement. Ooh. Because it's I was an only child, and well, then technically I still am, right? Yeah. Um, but she said it's just you, and I said it's okay, mom. You know, she did everything else. Mm. The funeral was prepaid and planned, and you know, the, the estate plan was done, and there was yeah. trusts, and everything was done. There was a booklet, and everything was all set. And there was no squabbling. There was no big crisis. Um, you know, and she she took the time, and it's. It's fulfilling to the person who's doing the plan and the person who receives the plan. Uh, Most uh, benefit is for the folks who are left behind that there's a, a guide to walk through and how everything's supposed to be done. There's there really takes a lot of the guessing out of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, someone I know actually gave advice to someone about how to pick an estate planning attorney, and that's actually a key takeaway. You want to select someone that you like. Now, this may sound strange. You want to select an attorney who knows what they're doing, too, certainly, but, but someone you're comfortable with, and you can pick up that phone, and if you have a question, whether it's Um, before someone passes away or afterwards, um, or if there's been some change in your life, um, you want to be able to pick up that phone and say, hey, how does this affect my state plan? Or what do I do next? Um, To me, for me, it's a relationship building, you know, most all my clients say to me, so you're my my attorney now, right? (laughs) Uh, And I say, absolutely. And it's great, because they'll call me. When anything happens in their lives, um, they they retire, or they change jobs, or they um, you know get divorced, or they uh, buy a, uh, looking to buy a new home. Everything somehow can affect your estate plan. So I love that they think to call me first. Um, I've always told my clients, you know, if you have to win the lottery, make sure you call me. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I'll get a call on Saturday after this mega millions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's building a relationship and working with someone that you're comfortable with. So hopefully, I, I know you probably had that with your yeah. mom's attorney. Yeah.
0: So one of the things that we always try to impress on people is to reach out to our guests that are on the show. So I know you have upcoming seminars that you do periodically in the library. Do you have one coming up soon? We
1: do, actually, um, May 3rd at 7 p.m. Okay. And I will be here with um, a financial advisor, as very often I do, so that's nice. You'll get kind of that team approach and... Uh, We'll be talking about. We'll do a little presentations, and then folks will have a chance to ask questions, um, or maybe schedule uh, a one-on-one. I do always offer free consultations. Um, Folks can come in, or I can go to their home. I, I do that very often, which sometimes is very helpful because. They'll need to pull a document or a statement, and they want to show me. So um, I definitely am available for that. And uh, But, yeah, feel free to come by. It's a great educational experience. You can learn a lot, get some of the basics down, um, and then figure out what you need. And if, uh, you know, we'd be good working together. So. Okay.
0: And if people aren't able to make it to the seminar in the library or they want to get a head start before that, how can they reach out to you?
1: Well, they can call my office number is 401-533-7613. They can call that. Um, they can check me out on my website. It's uh, I Hopefully you'll spell that for them in the we notes. We will. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, but yeah, just give a call. We can schedule something up and just um, you can ask some of your questions and we can f- have that free consultation.
0: Okay, and one thing I would impress on people is If you're listening to this and you're in your 60s or 70s or up, uh, this planning is something for you. If you're listening to this when you're 50s, 40s, 30s, you're thinking about it for yourself or for a loved one, parent, or even as you mentioned, the, the children for medical power of attorneys or other uses, there's something along these lines for everyone or everyone's family members to make sure that they're taken care of. So I think that's really important. It's not just yeah, you know, for one generation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Th-
0: thank you for Tracy Lungman for stopping by and chatting with us on Warwick Life. It's a great time to be in Warwick. And for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Stop and see Tracy and our financial planner at our Warwick Library seminar or go to her website or reach out to her and talk to her with her about your estate plans and see everything that she and Warwick has to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in in closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time.
1: You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.